Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Rowe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! Are you ready? You're listening to the SGP Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP Podcast recording directly inside the Wave 89.1 booth. Normally, we record in the production booth where we record plugs, commercials, all that jazz. But this time, it's a little bit different. So we're recording inside the booth because someone's in the prod booth and... Uh, if you hear some faint music, that's pretty much what Wave is broadcasting. No, I moved it. I moved moment. the headphone, the offending headphone. Yeah, <laughs> the no, offending no, headset. Nice. This. Right. That's it's not, it's not full monitor speakers blasting no matter, so you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're recording this on a Wednesday night. It's a packed week in wrestling. We can't even talk about WWE yet because there's just uh, so, so much has gone on locally. So what we're gonna do is this week it's a double episode. Uh, tomorrow we're going to be releasing this one And then uh, th- the day after You'll get the second episode Which features MWF Commissioner Mike Shannon Mike Shannon no, uh, That's on Friday Yeah, yeah Friday, that's on yes. Friday that On the on regular Friday. release This episode is uh, coming to you Thursday, May 24th Yes uh, This one also features the Revolution X 2018 review Featuring Kel Fabi So he's joined us He's actually here right beside me And he's got some takes Got some insights And Woo-hoo! takeaways from the biggest pro wrestling show in the country uh, so far this year. To date. Yeah, yeah, right? So before we get started, let's let's feel the room out a bit. How are you guys on this fine Wednesday evening? Uh, I barely have a voice. Uminom. Oh. No, also I was no, it's also just my voice is so shot from Sunday and drinking on Sunday evening that it has carried over to Wednesday recording. Yes, so again, ginusto mo yun. Anyway, yeah, no, no, my my, my day is fine. <laughs> How's yours? I mean, I, I had a full day of work. How did you? How did you do? How's the life of advertising? That's the Warriors right. lost yeah, today. Right, yeah. I'm kind of sad. Oh, oh, I'm kind of happy because the Warriors lost today. Oh, screw you. <laughs> screw you, dude. Like. Th- three point on, on a three point clear Steph Curry catch and shoot end of regulation game winning shot and he flubs it yes I love how you recounted it yourself I was about to do that yeah because I, I, I took the liberties yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I know you too well sir okay All right. I know you too well I had fun watching it so yeah no, it, was uh, a fun, it was a fun game up until the last 11 seconds yeah so, uh, tomorrow, <laughs> I'm not going to be on the podcast. It's just going to be Rowan Kamas taking care Ooh. of the podcast because I'll be, be hosting entertaining survivor, survivor party. Mr. Shannon. Yeah, they'll yeah. be entertaining Mr. Yeah. Shannon. I'll be hosting a survivor Monsoir viewing party. Channel. Not the survivor series viewing party. That's not, until, not November, until November. If it yeah. happens at all. Right? So, <laughs> well. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're going to be there tonight, because there is a minor intersection of survivor and wrestling fans. And specimen and yourself. No, no, there, there are more. Doc <laughs> uh, Saviera of PWR is actually a survivor oh, fan. Oh, that's nice. So is Martin, Martin of Jobber oh. Talk. Well, I'm not surprised with Martin, Martin. And Chino Liao, our regular reviewer. 
Who is out of the country? Yeah, and another common friend of ours, Rod Zantua. Oh. Also a fan. So yeah, there is a minor intersection in both communities. So that's that's pretty cool. Anyway, let's bring on our guest. Uh, he's uh, He's been writing for 8list.ph for the last few years. And he's also been featured now on Crack.com. Yay. One of the oh, biggest yeah. achievements in his writing career to date. Hey, let's welcome cool. our reviewer for Revolution X 2018, Kel Fabi. Hey there, it's great to be back. Hey Kel. How does it feel coming back to this... Place of oh, work of yours. Kel used to be a DJ for Wave Eight Nine One. So yeah, it's been uh, four years since I was last here in an official capacity. So it feels surreal. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Sad. I have a question. Oh, uh, you said late last year that you were moving, yeah. moving out of the country. So what's up with that? Well, you know, the usual delays. I'm surprised I'm still here. I was supposed to be gone by March, but now there was, it's... I mean, there was a despedida and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah, which is why I can't was... make another show. Because <laughs> I don't want to do another despedida. <laughs> so are we <laughs> blaming the government for this? <laughs> Who do we blame? Is it the government's fault? Uh, actually, no. Um, the government is making me want to go faster. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But who, who is in the way? Well, you who know, do we need to talk the to? other government. Ah. Ah. So it's government. that government. Yeah, that one. All right, all right. All right. So how have you been aside from the delay in your migration? So mostly just writing, um, playing, well, Hearthstone. Uh-huh. <laughs> I recently got the Legendary. After oh, oh, good, good. Congrats, congrats. Four years I've never played the Legendary. So, you know, that's, that's a minor achievement on my part. And, you know... Because I, I, I work from home, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. of my writing job. So I, I think I've done more video games than anything else <laughs> that's, that's the for life. the past few months. How was uh, it uh, getting to work with the people at Cracked? Well, the, the thing is, you just go to their forums and then you, you know, hash out your entry. So you don't really interact with anyone mm. so much as they will just give you a little bit of feedback. Mm. And then when you send in your draft, it's up to them how they edit it. And when they edit it, you won't recognize what you wrote. Yeah, so they, styles they are the ones who put in all the jokes, or what? Well, I, I put in some of the jokes because I yeah. I have a few for the house style. Sure, sure. Yeah. But they add even more that ah, okay. I missed. So, so they crackify yeah, the article, yeah. and then they put all the pictures, and you they put all the the captions to the pictures. Exactly. Like that. So it's really interesting the process because um, uh, normally when I write for eight list. Mm-hmm. They hardly edit it's anything all you. I do. It's all you. It's all yeah. me. So you can read that in your voice. Mm. Yeah. Yes, yeah. But this one is like, wow. The, there are some gags that I wish I thought of. Mm. And then you just wait for the dollars to come in. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're pretty good pay. <laughs> Not a bad gig, right? All right. So now that uh, we've gotten the pleasantries out of the way, let's talk about Revolution X 2018. Um, before we hit record, you told us that your dad was there watching it with you. Yes, he was. So first, it was my my girlfriend Patty, who's actually listening to us right now, Hi, Patty. And, and my dad. Uh, my dad was there as well. Uh, this is my dad's uh, fourth or fifth. Oh, uh, yeah, he's been to a few. He's been to a few. I, I did not know this. He, he's seen quite a few. I I, I can't bring him all the time because um, well scheduling issues. He's got dad stuff. Yeah, because he works um, he works for construction as a foreman. Okay. Oh, okay. So sometimes that happens during the weekends. Can't go right, out. Right. Yeah. But this, for him, out of the five shows, this is the best one he's seen. Hey, thank you, Mr. Fabi. Yeah, did he say why? Well, for him, it was everything was fun. He he didn't have problems following who's who, even if he missed about four months. Of okay, storyline. sure, sure. Uh, and he he just enjoyed the comedy. The comedy was there. The action was there. 
and he could identify this time around he could identify who's who alright I mean and, after, and that helps that helps yeah, really a lot helps. that really helps, helps a lot with just knowing which guy is which and understanding their motivations mm. right? yeah so he didn't have to explain all that much to he, he wasn't even seated beside us when he was watching oh, he, nice. he had good front row seats we were in the back oh, on the other side because he was but he was bird. yes there right? you go. so that's why you have to be an early bird at any local show yeah because the early bird catches the worm. No, no, no. An office mate of mine uh, came in, like, before on Path of Gold. They came in an hour late, and they couldn't find any good seats. Well. And then they came in here, like, 15 minutes late for Revolution X, and, not, and they ha- they still couldn't find seats at all. <laughs> oh, no, because the, we, we were full. Show. Yeah, we, we, we were we full. Were the, 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 the auditorium was full after the, f- the entire first wave yeah, was yeah, yeah. out. And then we got to SRO right after mm. that. Yeah, and even the wrestlers and all the other talents, all the other crew members at the back, takatayu na lang kami uh, like, throughout the rest of the show. Kasi nakaya naman kung nakawpukat, yeah. may audience na nakatayu, di ba? So for the rest of us, it was it was literally SRO. So thank you, uh, for starters, thank you to everybody who attended, who showed up, who supported local wrestling and PWR, and all of your friends and family members who were part of the crew. Right now, let's get to your review and let's zoom out first bigger picture mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on the show production value the venue all, all that return to iAcademy yeah yeah. well first of all iAcademy is uh, I think that's the first venue in my aircon yes, 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 yes. that was the first Sorry, venue so it, it takes us back and it was pretty interesting going there because uh, well I didn't expect it to be a venue for Revolution X mm. because it didn't seem big enough for me I mean uh you know, dimensions-wise. Sure, sure. Uh, I, I guess that explains the really packed house, yeah, right? In a way that that kind of uh, that kind of manifested itself in the SRO situation. So, but it was good to be back there because uh, you know, uh, it, the visuals are very good in that area yeah. because because of the big screen mm. up front and so that height, that height that, for that, the screen, that height for the screen. Yeah. So that's arguably one of your best uh, AVP areas, uh, mm-hmm. AVP venues. Uh, thus far so it, it was good to be back there um, one thing I noticed is I realized there are certain differences when you're watching live as opposed to when you're watching a uh, wrestling show on TV yeah. or you know because I, I'll get to this one. We'll, we'll obviously tackle this later but uh, to make it very quick I noticed that there were so many dives during the show yeah, yeah. so many dives uh, now that. normally I would say whoa that's too much I'm gonna complain about it but it felt like what did I expect to mm. see otherwise. Uh. I, I, I imagine the show if we took away all except maybe two dives uh. and it felt like that would have been a bad show for me. Okay, for I, you. I, I felt that watching live the dives don't get old. Mm. Maybe it would get old if you're watching on TV but sure, because sure. you're watching live it's there's a different uh, feeling. The thrill is there. Thanks for not being a cornet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dive. Yeah. Okay, so um, how about presentation-wise and production value? It's good that you had the uh, vignettes to promote some of the feuds. Yep. I think that's very important to catch people up, especially like me. I, I missed the first few months of uh, PWR. What was the last uh, show you watched before Revoex? Well, I, 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 I watched the last PWR yeah. live, but everything Path of Gold backwards, I missed. I think, yeah, up and, yeah, right before the Path of Gold, the last live before that was your last yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, that was mistaken. the last one. So immediately before Revoex, I saw that la- previous show. Uh, but prior to that, I missed everything. So I didn't even know that uh, Ken Warren already turned face mm-hmm. until, you know, until that PWR live. Right. And then, then I got the explanation during the vignette. 
Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. At least maybe recapping for those who were not able to, you know, uh, come to the previous shows. There were some sound issues, I think. I noticed. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Um, on a technical level, I, I think it's really good because you, you guys already got the video package down pat. Yeah. You want to go match per match now? Yeah, I think, I think we can do that. See, see, see. And then if they have any notes like per match, let's just run through them as, mm-hmm. as smoothly as we can. Let's start with the pre-show. And the first match was uh, Brad Cruz and Makata. Or Makata with Makata Brad Cruz, with Brad Cruz. Mm-hmm. versus Capitan PWR. Wow, Capitan PWR lost a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> well, he already lost weight and then he lost a bit more. Yeah, right? it's like, wow, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, but... but Kito yun. Kito yun, pare. Kito yun. <laughs> but while I was watching, I... I don't know if I missed anything, but Brad Cruz is apparently healed now. Uh, I don't know. I, I yeah, it's kind of hard to tell. It's, it's ambiguous. Yeah. It's ambiguous, even for us, because we know that Makata is heelish. Heelish. He's also pretty point. ambiguous at that point. Yeah, so at that point. Does does his association also mean ambiguity for him? So we yeah, don't yeah. know. We, we don't I guess, know. Yeah. I, I don't even know if that that whole thing is kicking off another year long uh, <laughs> pre show storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. hey. yeah. now I'm realizing it, the Trabajador storyline practically lasted a good it, chunk of it, the year. Yeah, it did. Right, right. So okay. So, so since you mentioned it, you might as well, we might as well get to it, right? mm-hmm. The culmination of the year long Trabajador saga, where Cuatro ultimately defeated Supremo. Yes. So overall, um, that one I, I believe was something that m- I, I think your attendance improved ever since that storyline started. Oh, because P, I mean, in terms of punctuality, people, because people now people realize already. the pre-show is kind of important mm, too. It's a place to be. Yeah, apparently. and um, first of all, um, some women were screaming when Trabajador Quater was unmasked. Turns out he really should not have. <laughs> put on a mask in the first place. <laughs> yeah, he's a good-looking dude. Yeah, he, you know, uh, a lot of women were saying so. And uh, it also helps that the match really had the perfect mix of, you know, the the crazy stuff that the storyline requires. Calls for, yeah. And actual good wrestling. So, like, the Chikara elements. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, like, suddenly there's some uh, a voice that wakes him up. <laughs> it's like, you know... You, it's you, straight out of... It's straight out of freaking Zelda. Yeah. It, it, it felt like I was watching an episode of anime. <laughs> and then you have... You have Trabajador Supremo, who looks like a CAW, <laughs> who has a certain wrestler's move set, oh, but doesn't quite, oh. you know. He demands, Which wrestler? He demanded shadow. He demanded shadow. Yeah, Show him some goddamn shadow. I know, right? So, you know, uh, good job to... I think I heard that was one of the YOLO twins. <laughs> that was <important>. Wow! <laughs> well, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I was I was at the back, so, you know, I didn't have a good view. But overall, it had the right mix of uh, you know comedy and the wrestling was fairly good. I mean, I honestly props to Trabador Supremo because that was probably one of the best matches that guy put on. Of course, that's the first match I've ever <laughs> oh, seen him put on. So yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, he only learned how to walk yeah, two shows it's, ago. It's the, first oh, match, <laughs> it's the first match he's ever done. Ever After learning how to walk. Just relearning how to walk. Sorry, sorry. Relearning how to walk. Right, right. Okay, so your thoughts on the story now that it's pretty much over at this point? So now that the storyline for uh, Quattro is over, I, I expect a small, a slight repackaging for him, I guess. Because, you know, the Joseph Vivian thing is funny, but that's not a sustainable ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny, yes, but I, I think, unless you just keep calling him Quattro, period. But I expect just a little 
repackaging for him uh, moving forward. Uh, but it's clear that he's ready for you know for the reg. I'm assuming that the pre-show is where you you know you test drive certain people if they're ready for the main the main show, and it's clear that he's ready. I think he's been ready for quite yeah. a while. He has been ready but, for quite a while. But he just needed to get this over and done with yeah, because the, it was so... And, and he did make appearances on the main run. He was the on the Path of Gold match yeah. and he had a good run. He entered at number four. He made he it to made the final four. four. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was a very good run. And if anything, I guess the last three months have shown uh, Quatro is destined for stardom. Yeah, so I, I, I much... much uh, uh, A lot of props go out to that guy because he, he definitely carried that storyline he made it work he made it work because honestly you know there are some fans because uh, we have a nice mix of fans yeah. in PWR you mm-hmm. have some the Revo Nation has your you know the guys who enjoyed the silliness like this but you have some who are you know super serious yeah super serious who think who think like Mark Meltzer on crack and <laughs> okay. but the fact that on average most people enjoyed the storyline you could hear it in the audience yes. reaction I I he arguably had the best reaction of the night actually mm. arguably had the best reaction of the night so uh, that's saying a lot because there were a lot of great reactions throughout the night yeah. so I, I think that that speaks volumes about how this storyline went over with the entire audience alright now let's get to the first match on the main show which was a tag team championship match John Sebastian and Crystal retaining against the Punk Dolls I was hoping there would be a change of uh, Tag team titles at this. I mean, it might be a little too soon, but I was hoping for a run for Martivo and Robin. Mm. Uh, to be honest, um, John Sebastian's heel work was pretty funny. Uh, it didn't feel like heel work. Mm. It felt like he was actually being sarcastic the whole time. Okay, even with with the stuff he was saying, the and, pipe bums. Yeah, yeah. The the whole the whole. Um, anti-LGBTQ stuff it seemed so tongue-in-cheek that you couldn't take it seriously Uh, which I guess is of course really part of his charm yeah yeah yeah. that is part of his charm and I guess he wanted to avoid like real backlash oh oh, yeah Yeah. the only way to stop himself from getting stoned I guess yeah 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 of course because you know you you do have fans who are actually who are in the LGBT community and you have fans who I I, you know I saw this in the audience you have fans who are treating this as real like hundred percent real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's still real to them. Yeah, and they're not kids, yeah. mind you. Yeah, it's fine. That's they're, totally fine. They're not kids, and that's totally fine if that's how you enjoy the show. But of course, you know, if he took it to the next level, that might have gotten him into trouble. Yeah, right. So right. I, I'm, I'm glad that he he knew how to, you know, do the heel work, but still stay firmly in character. Uh, Crystal, I noticed uh, a lot of improvement in her in ring work. Uh, the very crisp, especially she clearly has chemistry with John Sebastian. Oh, I wonder why. Oh, yeah, because that that's. But normally that's not a given, you know. Real life chemistry does not normally translate to in ring chemistry. True, true. So I'm glad that it does in their case. And Martivo has gotten in better shape, mm-hmm. uh, very noticeably. I mean, just the last um, highlight video from Path of Gold that showed highlights of Martivo showed that you know he he definitely. My improvements, improvements. He improved, uh, you know, body body wise. So overall, it was great watching these guys. It was a, I think it was the perfect way to open the show uh, uh-huh. uh, as a first match because you have a title match, so something big is at stake. But at the same time, you have the the lightheartedness. But at the same time, the, the there's a storyline of the punk dolls still becoming choke artists up to now, and where could that lead? 
So I, I think that, that you know the fact that they didn't win that means that there's something still down the road for them. Mm. All right. Sige. Next up, you have a singles match between Sandata and Dax Aguera. Okay. Uh, well, first off, um, Sandata looked bigger. Yeah, I think that was something that a lot of people Swole ended data. up saying afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Swole data. You know, he got on the juice. Yeah, yeah. So, which is pretty cool. Um, second, I think the problem with this one is, again, which is why, you know, what TDT did before during one of their Carlo shows, they kept harping on the fact that, you know, the these are two guys who have very similar-ish characters, you know, Filipino-oriented, etc., and then you have their friendly rivalry. Um, I, I'd like to draw a parallel between a similar feud in MWF, mm. which is um, uh, Hanzelo Silva mm-hmm. and Aldrin, and Aldrin Aldrin Richards. Richards. And Hanzelo does remind me of Dax, actually. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'd love to actually, see him. Actually, you know what? I, I see yeah, it. Now, now that you say that, I also you see say it. So, but having said that... They both have war cries. <laughs> yeah. There's that too. So you have the similarities between Hanzelo and uh, Dax. Dax. And, you know, I, I mean the rhyme of it itself. Yes. Between, uh, and, and the thing is, with Hanzelo and um, Aldrin, they have this kind of chemistry, mm-hmm. whether they're tagging with each other or fighting each other. Okay. That makes they're, sense. Yeah. But here with Sandata and, um, Dax. and Dax... It never got past second year. Mm, okay. I was like, you were expecting more. Um, everything felt so anticlimactic, especially af- even after multiple finisher kickouts. Okay. Mm. It, it, normally, that's supposed to be exciting. Mm-hmm. Instead, it felt like, an, you know, in this case, it didn't. I don't know if that's what you guys were going for. If you were going for uh, what felt like, um, it almost felt like a squash for her. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he put up a For fight. Dax. Yeah, Dax put up no, a fight. Da- and Dax, Dax did get in, I'd say, 80% oh, of his that. offense. That, that's uh, the thing there. Na parang, even though it was finisher spam at the end, Dax got his. Eh. Yeah. Dax still got his. It, it's just that if that's the case, then I don't know what the match was going for. Was it trying to put over Dax's uh, tough SOB? Because that didn't come across. Was, was it a squash? Because that felt like it but apparently that's not what people were going for mm. so you know after that they made up and it felt like okay we're back to square one what next so it felt like nothing nothing progressed from from that match no matter how good it was technically. how impactful it was because it yeah. was it, watching it on a technical level that you could say that it was a very solid match okay. but storyline wise it seemed like nothing happened I have a question about Dax Aviera because uh, mm-hmm. I was there backstage and what I could hear was there was a bit of apathy when Dax came out as opposed to Sandata where you have the cheers of some girls and you know the, you have guys who like you know the, the masked guy you have kids who like the masked guy right so you compare those reactions and I want to ask what is it about Dax Aviera which uh, which keeps him stunted in this lukewarm reaction I, I hope this isn't uh, offensive to the person but I figure it's a lack of charisma. And that's a harsh thing to say. I know, very, very harsh thing to say because you can't, you can't teach charisma. No, you you can't either teach have that. it or you don't. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and that's the thing. Um, I don't quite know because you look at the guy, he wrestles really well. 
he has a solid, you know, nationalistic gimmick. He has a niche. He, he has, has a, a niche, niche that he is feeling. He has a yes. niche. I mean, I, I, if if there was a team Dax Aviera, I'd be one of the guys signing up for it. But for some reason, that doesn't translate to the audience who feel like I don't know. Are they being, you know, assholes and just booing him just because they think it's cool to do? Like you know, the rocking my and there, and effect. And there is. There is some of that. Eh. There's there, a, there's, there's some I, of that. There's probably some of that, but you can't tell the audience that they're wrong all the time. Sure. Okay. So even when, even when sometimes, sometimes they can they be wrong. Can be wrong. Yeah. So, that, but there, you still have to look into the wisdom of the audience. Why are they booing this guy, even if he seems to be hitting all the right notes? Were they booing Dax though, or were they just apathy? There, so there, there was there was apathy, but there were boos. There and were I remember boos. reading the the Piaño review. From uh, you know the the really funny review yeah. from the ensemble cast this time, and yes. they were pointing that out that for some reason people are booing Dax Xavier. Now normally this is where you know the internet uh, community, the smarks. If this were the WWE, this would be the part where they say, "I think it's time for a heel turn." But we don't really know if that's what is needed here at this point, because because heel Dax would require. An overhaul. There's yeah. quite an overhaul because everything he's doing is so babyface. Uh-huh. So I, I can I mean, who knows? He might blow your mind, right? If mm-hmm. he turns heel and then figure something out. Because how do you do a nationalistic Filipino heel? Well, oh, oh, <laughs> well. Oh. <laughs> Are we going there? Let's. I mean, let's. We'll workshop that for another day. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a deep dive. That's yeah, yeah. Real I, I realize dive. it's deep because you know I'm saying this because I love the the character. So I, I love the character because I think we need those characters in PWR or in, in, in local wrestling. wrestling yeah. Because otherwise we're just WWE light, and that's not the way to go. Obviously, you want your own identity, and this is one of the characters who's very who's unique. So I just don't understand where the disconnect is. I mean, I could point to all sorts of factors, but I think you have, unless we poll the audience, we wouldn't know for sure. Ah, sige, next time na ba si Dax Xavier, mag-ask the audience time. Let's move on to the Tornado Tag Team match. It was the main Mac. It was Main Max and the Apocalypse. I was there with them against the Kakai Bros. The one win! Woo! One Congratulations! Win. <laughs> your boys! Your boys! <laughs> My boys, the Kakai Bros, congratulations! Uh, well, first of all, I, I, I'm i guessing this is leading to a, an Apocalypse Main Max feud again. Uh, is it? I don't know. It feels like it. Know. You know, yeah. It doesn't seem like a friendly rivalry at this point to me. Well, let's see. But, but, I, but I, I do have one question because your boys got their win, but they no did one. it in style. <laughs> How do you feel about the new get up for the boys? I think that, you know, I, I'm just really impressed at their commitment to their gimmick. I mean, seriously. That's like, you know, for a, I mean, first of all, um, nice touch with the with the stream, with the tarpaulins yeah, and the, yeah. ma- the competing tarpaulins. Tarpors. Yeah, tarpors. yeah, yeah. And then after a while, people were already singing along to Apocalypse's songs oh, using boy. the words oh. tarpo, 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 tarpaulin. <laughs> Okay, so that wasn't just a heckler's roast. No, that was not. That was not. <laughs> HR was not in full effect. Yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah. It is caught on, sir. Okay, all right. That, that's cool. I didn't hear it from where I was. Because, yeah, yeah, you were at Gorilla. Right. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. the thing is, at, at this point, then, um, the, fact that, the, the fact that people are owning that side of Apocalypse's 
character and he's not doing anything. he hasn't done anything about it yet there's room there's, there's room, room for there. him to address it uh, uh, one way or the other you know, he could take it in any direction he chooses. Actually, that's actually an opening for him to further his character, and I, I think that's to connect. To connect. Yeah, that's a prime yeah. opportunity for him. Um, with, with Main Max, uh, I, 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 I can't say much about Main Max except I really like the fact that he's an athletic big guy. I really like that about him. <laughs> Uh, and of course, the the Uod spot from uh, Marky oh, was uh, was a joy to watch. And I have to ask: now that you've done it twice, how does it feel doing the second jump as opposed to the first? Oh, one? Yes, yes. Question. Some people are actually calling it my signature now. <laughs> well, it's the only thing you've done so far. Well, yes, that's also true. Aside Casey. from getting hit and yeah. and getting and punched getting low blowed. and getting hit by a kill shot, yeah. Um, I I thought that it was more exhilarating the second time around just oh, because. Wow. Uh, I didn't look like I just fell this time around. Yeah, you got it done much quicker. Yeah, I and got it done landing, much quicker. And you were landing into a bigger group bigger this time. Crowd. Well, yes. No, oh, I, I think it helped that there was a fire. There was a fire. Compared to Power Mac, it felt like yeah, you were yeah. diving into darkness and oblivion. Yeah. Oh, it's right? true. <laughs> and then, uh, going back to Ubusan ng Lahi, there was some asshole who commented na, puta na, what a pussy ang bagal niyo maket ng top rope. I remember this comment. So that was exactly what I was thinking when I was climbing up to the top rope ng Revolution well, X. I, I was like, I'll show you, asshole. I'm gonna get up this top rope much quicker than last time. And those Jejimons. Did you need. Did, did, did you yes, I had to get disinfected afterwards. Yeah. I think there was that. There was I that. think that's it's an sterilized. understatement. Yes. Sterilized. Yeah, I, I, I think yeah. that was really a nice touch. That, Thank um, you. That you, you know, it was good that you did, you did that dive again. Although it does put a question mark on your career as a manager because, <laughs> sure. <it laughs> managers has, don't dive. No, no, it's not just that. It's more like managers are supposed to help their boy win. Okay. And it's been problematic on that front. So outnumbered today. Yeah. Well, yes, there was that. <laughs> yeah, but they're hype beasts. They don't count. What is the ratio for hype beasts to, ano, to managers that na, na, na workable? Uh, three is to one, dude. Kahit na outnumbered, isa lang ako eh. There are like ten of them. But uh, okay, let's let's get back to the match as a whole. Yeah, yeah, uh, the match or the story. The, Any yeah. other notes that you want to to yeah. share about that? The, did you notice that they had the biggest cheer uh, of the main show? See, one of one of the pop. The pop for the in terms of first pop, win, like oh. volume wise. If you had the it, something to measure it, like when yeah. they came out, when they won, when they won, oh, when, when they, they won. won. Well, it is their one win. So. The one win, the one win. Because that is pretty over. It's pretty over, and the fact that it happened on a very quick roll-up, yeah, and I think that was the surprise factor for them. Uh, people were expecting, oh wait, there's like two, three minutes more left in this match. Yeah, I, I think the fact that uh, they pulled off that win, you know, it, it's a big deal. Uh, and it seems that, you know, when, when, they, when the Kake Bro started off, people were happily booing and cussing them out. I mean, obviously they were in on the joke, but they were still booing, booing and cussing, cussing them out. Yeah. No, no, people are just cheering. I don't know if they're doing it ironically, but people are just cheering. Or maybe they're just happy that, you know... They finally got their one win. Because, it, they, I mean, they have been somewhat sympathetic. Well, like, yeah. uh, up to that point in the show, you know, you still... There's a feel-good... If, if there was any feel-good moment about the show... This was one of them. That was one of them, which is ironic because they're still heels. I mean, alignment-wise, yeah, yeah, technically, they are still yes, heels. They are. heels. 
Especially later I mean, they on did, the show. And they, did, they did flip off the audience when they won. Yeah, yeah I they remember did. that. They flipped me off. That. They flipped the audience off. Hey, and you got you got the circle. Yes, the circle of judge. But overall, I think yeah. it was a it was a great match for its purpose. Um, uh, I too bad it came at the expense of Apocalypse and Main Max because those are two guys who you know are always on the cusp of the main event. Uh huh. All right. So yeah. Now let's get to the six way uh, all out war championship match. I guess before we get to that, we gotta get this out of the way. There was that spot involving James Idol Martinez. Very dangerous, and um, I, I think we're, we can all agree that it's something none of us condone. Mm-hmm. N- uh, none of us really support it. Um, for our part, the three of us, Ro, Camus, and myself, none of us knew about it, even though we are associated with the company. Especially Camus, who is... Head young boy. Yeah, head young who boy. Who usually knows these things. Yeah, yeah, so none of us knew about it. So um, I guess all of our reactions came at the same time, and uh, th- this is pretty much all we'll say about that spot. Right, and we will, and and like just on on my end, I just want to say that he's recovering, he's doing okay. Yep, and that's that. Just so you guys know, never ever bring anything flammable to a show of ours, please, or anywhere for that matter. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. it's you know, yeah, we can and, end then, it and then we'll end it there. We'll, we'll end try to shit anywhere, anywhere yeah. at all, not even at home. Yeah, you know, all right, okay. So let's talk about the match. Okay, well. First of all, uh, I'm just surprised that they they pulled the trigger on uh, an AB3 win. Singles career, Nasha. I know, I know. But what a way to start off your singles career, right? Yeah, yeah. With a with a major championship with, victory, with, uh, biggest show of the year. Who, who was your winner tights. pick, like heading into that match? If not AB3, or uh, was it AB3? I was actually expecting uh, Idol to win. Okay. If only for the fact that he could lord it over for a while with the flat earth society thing. I mean, it's a given that he just re- turned heel again. Uh-oh. Essentially, I, I think it's it would have suited uh, ha- having AB three chase him. Uh, you know, I mean, that's that's what you know. That's uh, what you had. In that's your what head. I had in my. That was the storyline in my head. But the fact that AB three wins doesn't disappoint me. Obviously, I'm very happy for for him because I, I've always said that he's my favorite. Well, Big former yeah. member from oh, the really. network, because clearly that's not over and done with. Chino, Chino, <laughs> wow. May pa ba si Chino? Oh, 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 oh. Well, no, 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 no. He has a point. The, yeah. Is there a network? Is there a network? Is there a network after the show? Because, because I was seated directly behind Chino. Uh-huh. He was watching. Yeah. He was in attendance. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like in civilian, in civilian. In civ- yeah, yeah. He was uh, in attendance and. You know, you could see his genuine emotion every time he, uh, every time his former cohorts were in the ring together. So I, I don't know where, where that that that's a huge question mark that I'm interested to find out about. But as for the match itself, I, I think there was there was just the right amount of uh, violence. I mean, it wasn't. Uh, you know, I'm not the kind of guy who likes blood in the first place. Okay, not, okay. So I, I, I'm okay with uh, a hardcore match that doesn't call for so much, uh, you know, vi- viscera. <laughs> okay, so what spot sticks out in your mind, apart from that one, from It has this to be match? the Infinity Gauntlet spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> because I, I know it's a comedy spot, but it, it fit just right. First of all, Vintendo doing it. Why is Thanos? <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, he looks more like Bong Revilla. Hey. <laughs> Whoa! 
you know, yeah. but, but I think it 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 was perfect because you know he. The, the the thing is with with Nintendo, very few most people were writing him off for this uh, for this um, match for this match, and you know as one of the few mark total marks for him, obviously, I'm very biased. Eh? I am very open very, with that very bias. Biased. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> I I'm glad that he had that spot because it obviously that suits his character, the Infinity Gauntlet spot, and yeah. the fact that there was no Star Lord this time. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think we're okay to spoil. It's, it's been a month. It's been a month. It's been a month. We were, I think we're, we're in the clear. <laughs> I think everyone who wanted to see it has seen it. Everyone who hasn't is seeing the memes on Nine Gag. So, yeah. How do you? But it, it was it was so hokey. It, it, it was, and you had the audience chanting "snap, snap, snap." <laughs> <laughs> nice touch. Yeah. Nice so touch. I, I think that one was very memorable. Um, the keyboard was it a keyboard? Um, no, that was a DVD player. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was wow. a DVD player. That was a DVD player. It's much thicker. It's even worse than I thought it was. It was a DVD player on which the network would play their orientation uh, DVDs. Yes, because those those look like headshots to me, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. wow. Because we cause, cause in in all out war history, a keyboard has been used. Yeah, and, yeah. and busted open. Some in the photon show, it was used. But oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that was probably the most uh, memorable uh, all out war match uh, at the time. Yeah. Yeah, but, but this one is also memorable in its own respect. But did uh, it top that one? The Photon All Out War? I'm sorry, I have to say it did not. All okay, right. okay. Simply because you're, you know, that that one was served its purpose as a hardcore match that really brought everything in the kitchen sink. Right. This one was more of a, um, an entertainment mix. You had your hardcore, you had your actual crisp wrestling from Peter Brazosa, you had your your scary spot where oh is he gonna land in the thumbtacks or is he not you know and <laughs> that tension yeah. that kind of tension and then you had your comedy so this was more of a an all around package it was broad it was broad so it would make for an entertaining wrestling match but it wouldn't top your memory as a hardcore match mm-hmm. you know what I mean so overall it was entertaining it served its purpose and I'm glad that in hindsight the right man won yeah. I think the right man won after singles career AB three after everything that happened. So um, hopefully that doesn't leave the other participants in the lurch. Because now after that you have to wonder where does that leave Vlad? Where does that leave Nintendo? Because Nintendo's the holding pattern is that he he only started kicking into another gear after his feud with Makata. Because okay. I felt that yes. was that was really spinning his wheels for way too long, mm. and after that he finally hit his groove. But after this, where does he go? Mm. You know. So and we haven't even mentioned Revo Ranger and Revo Ranger, especially since again my main complaint about him is that it feels so redundant to have him and Capitan PWR at the same time. It's like having two mascots for the company. So should they have a death match on their own? <laughs> Only one mascot. Wow, let's not do a death match, please. Ever, ever. Nothing yeah. involving death. No, yes. no. I, 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 I think uh, you know. I am between. Obviously, I can't say Captain PWR is growing on me for obvious reasons, but <laughs> Rebel Ranger has been growing on me. All right. Okay. Yeah, he has a commitment to his gimmick. He knows it's uh, it's a bit over the cheesy and over the top, but he doesn't care. And he makes it work. He does make it work. And Even in a setting like this. And the fact that it's not just kids cheering for him now. Mm-mm. And this is he's in a hardcore match. 
I think that that spells um, you know that that means that this guy is you know he has further potential. All right. Anything else on the six man? Well, well, there. I congratulations. Uh, I feel the right guy won, and uh, hopefully this leads to more stuff from the Flat Earth Society. I like that storyline. Obviously, it was put on hold because it's a six man thing. I hope that goes, uh, you know, that goes somewhere afterwards, and I hope that the the other participants find something to do after that. Coming out of the intermission, then uh, you have the six-man tag between the Naughty Boys and the Yolo Twins and Robin Sane. So, who did you think the mystery man was going to be? Or, or, did, or, did, or did you rather? Did you really believe it was going to be MDM? No, did you think it was going to be Camus at some point? I was really thinking it was Cap. Sorry, but you know, um, I, I. But obviously, that's not like I have some kind of insight. That was purely a guess that was lucky on my part. Mm. So you I, really thought the MDM was just a he- red herring. Yeah, because um, it's it's just <laughs> it, it's just curses <laughs> for me. A lot of people got work. Don't worry about it. Just for me, but a lot of people fell for it. You know, it's like wow, he's making his return. Then he didn't even show up in the arena. They only got a video. A video. Well, he was there. He was, he was. He was there. in the back. Yeah, I, I'm sure he was there. But you know, it, it's just funny that you didn't even get to see him in the flesh, at least for the purposes of the show. Mm. Uh, but it's great to at least hear from him again. Uh, I think that's uh, that's a nice touch. I think we all agree there. Yeah. You know, I I mean, I miss the guy. Although I I, I miss his um, earlier uh, entrance music, obviously. Oh, we. we if we if we could, sir. Yeah, if, if we could we license could. that, right? But this this new one has been put to good use. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> we, we 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 repurposed it for as long as we could, <laughs> and then when we realized, oh wait, there's something here. Ah, there you go. There you go. All right, all right. So, uh, the the match itself was the usual. What do you expect now? Come to expect from TDT ECX, which is you have the mix of comedy from Tria de la Torre and. The you know the workhorse is Evan Carlo. You, you kind of expect that, but I especially like the spot where um, Trian blocked uh, a forearm and then it, he mm-hmm. pushed it forward, and then it ended up being a stunner on the twins. Yes. So I, I, that was a nice, uh, that was a really nice, memorable spot for me. And wow, a lot of dives again. Uh-huh. A lot of dives. Yep. <laughs> but I have to commend the Yolo twins because their heel work. I think they're the best. Heel, pure heels, and in no, not just PWR, Philippine traditional heels. Better than Mike Madrigal. He's not a traditional heel when people mm-hmm. are cheering for his antics at this yeah. point. Are they really? They yeah, yeah. are. Yes, they are. They are. Yes, they they are. are. Like they are. you, you have to give Mike that, eh? because if you're talking just pure conventional heels, there are only so many people that fit that description, and the Yolo Twins are one of them. Yeah, and that may for me in terms of being a pure heel, they're the best in the country, bar none. Did you think the match went on too long? Because like that was, I, I think that was one thing that I noticed watching in the back. Now, um, of all the matches up to that point, sila lang umabot ng twenty minutes have passed. It may have, but the the comedy was this time around. Because there were some matches before. This is the first time they've tangled with each other. This is one of this is one of the few matches where the balance of comedy and wrestling was just right. You know, the the last time they wrestled, it wasn't. So mm. this one. It was just right. So um, you didn't realize 20 minutes already passed. And the fact that you really, you know, if you were 
if you believed all of this was real, you wanted to go inside the ring and drag out the the Yolo twins because they were holding back uh, Robin Sane from doing his thing. Yeah, that was a really really nice touch for me. I I have to commend them because they know what they're doing as far as getting the crowd on the other guy's side mm-hmm. goes. Riled up. Uh, yeah, getting them riled up. They they you know they they don't have to resort to any cheap tactics beyond what they're already doing. So it's it's really nice to see that they're coming onto their own for that. Okay. I wanna ask, how do you feel about the involvement of Robin Sane in this crossover episode of a match? I I I guess it feels like it feels really weird because we know that in MWF the MWF universe, um their faces, um, uh, Frankie Thirteen and Robinson. and Robin Sane, and clearly Robin Sane was the reluctant heel here. He wasn't exactly a heel, but he was under control uh, as far under as contract, of yeah, sorts. Yeah. yeah, something along those lines. So, uh, I think he was used well because they gave just the right taste of what Robin Sane can do. But the fact that they, you know, the the Yolo twins held him back means that. Uh, marketing wise that's the perfect way to promote their show because mm. you're not gonna see the 450 from Robin Sane here you have to watch it at the other show mm. so that was a special attraction that was a special attraction nice oh, touch oh. I, I think that was a nice touch um, I, it's just that after that match I, I don't know what's gonna happen for, to these guys now because uh, clearly they're feuding but they're not feuding for towards the title mm-hmm. it's not progressing towards the title so it just I just don't know exactly where it's gonna go from there, but you know that's exactly what Revolution X is about. It's supposed to end storylines, and they're all big question marks after. Mm-hmm. So I guess that makes sense. Uh, last question. Mm-hmm. So, Cap. <laughs> oh yeah, I completely forgot. How about... do you How do you feel, sir? Because oh wow, um, yeah, because feels very shunned right now. He, he... I'm fine with it, dude. I'm fine. No, with no, it. I, I I think Camus had My his friend... moments, and the fact that people were chanting his name. First, then Cap, then Jemmerlin. You know, that means... Because it's, it's, it's a progression of desperation, in, eh? No, or, or in order of demand. <laughs> no, you are, no, you're top of mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you have people in the audience uh, who want to see you wrestle at some point. At some point. Um, <laughs> to be fair, I don't know. Si Kamu, si kasi yung true, so, he's the one who's the yeah, but but that's commitment to that's commitment to his gimmick. No, it's the, commitment to himself. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Which is still but commitment have, to but the if gimmick. You're, but if you're in the professional wrestling business, you have no business being there if you're not your biggest fan. To be honest. Uh, yes, to an extent. Yes, uh, I will agree to an extent. You know, and it's a matter of whether or not you let your ego and hubris get oh, in the way. Of course, of course. But you know, that's another story for another day. So, okay, any other notes on the six man? Okay, let's get to Cap because I completely blocked out. <laughs> I, I realized I didn't talk a, a single bit about him. Um, first of all, that he, he thrust himself into the limelight. Oh, okay. Thrust. okay. You know, he, thrust. my God, he erected Philippine wrestling to new heights. He <laughs> definitely penetrated the roster. <laughs> yeah, he, he penetrated our hearts and minds. Immediately. It, 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 it was hard, but you know. He he got it over. He, he no no that, seriously. Uh, all the dick puns aside, <laughs> because we can do this for days. We can. We can do this can, for days. Yeah, all the dick puns aside, I like that his move set reflects his character perfectly. The saluting headbutts, the saluting chops, the the fact that you know the the whole. I mean, they built up his 
his um, his crotch for a long time. We in, in the, uh, yeah on the show yeah on the show and the fact that it's there front and center. Very I, much. So. I can't believe I'm saying these, these things. Um, yeah, in a, in a wrestling review. Yeah, interesting. But you know, um, the fact that you know it's 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 a Pinoy take on Joey Ryan, with but without the malice, it doesn't feel like there's any malice oh. to it whatsoever. Oh, really? Samus, do you agree with this? This is let's a fresh see, take. Let's see. That's a fresh. It that's seems innocent. Fresh take. It's innocent. It oh. seems <laughs> even though he's named Cap Tutan. I know. It's like no. He was officer two times. He was cap after the. He's now. He, he, is, he has been knighted. knighted. He was knighted. No, but captain. Captain. no. But here's the thing. <laughs> Everybody the sees thing. the you know the vulgarity, but it seems like he's completely not in on the joke. I mean, character wise, it yes, seems like yes. he's the only guy who doesn't realize that everything he's doing has. Are you uh, sure about that? <laughs> when, no, when you have, you have a guy, when you have a guy with a huge legs. bulge. Oiled up like hell. I'm not pretty sure he was not oiled, oiled up. up. He was not no, no, oiled I mean, up. Was, yes. That is the problem. Why was he not oiled up? He's always oiled up. In training. You know this. I know this, but then I'm I was saying, wondering there was, about there was the a reason of oil. There was a reason that that, body, that fluids were not on him. Okay. Yeah, but that's all I was no, saying. Character-wise, he strikes. He seems innocent. The same way that the henchmen. No, what? Operative no, word seems. Operative word seems. 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 This guy no, open this is his. This is his review. No, it, it's 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 much in the same way that the the henchmen seem like incompetent. They, they're nice guys that uh. even though they run in and whatnot, they don't really cheat. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, like no one pulled no no, the leg no, no nothing like that yeah. so it seems like they're just bumbling uh, bumbling bunch of uh, goofs <laughs> but but the, it's that commitment to the character that makes them seem like you know they're they're not in on the joke okay. again the operative word is seem okay so you called Camus Cap and Jemerlin a bumbling group of goofs <laughs> right so with that said <laughs> <laughs> if you if you take these this this group of NPCs mm-hmm. and so you oh, well, elevate well, Tutan now, into it's, it's into a playable character mm-hmm. at this point, all right? So you have Tutan, you have Kams, you have Jemerlin. Will you ever take any of these guys seriously if they become playable characters? Given what you said about them being a bumbling group of goofs, the the that's the beauty and the worst part of being a very embedded in the tree inverse. It's with the exception of Evan Garlo, it's hard to take anyone there seriously and I I guess it, it's easy for you to get over that way but if you have plans of being you know um, campion ng Pilipinas someday something's got to give at some point obviously alright but for now they're in a good place because they're you know you have Cap who's really over right now where everybody's cheering chanting for him and it's not like he has to immediately jump into the main event right so, I think he's in a good place right now. That's a great place to start off. That you immediately have the rub of the tree inverse. The rub. I, I can't another believe I'm joke. using these. Another big joke, right? It's an there. oil joke as well. Yes. <laughs> All right. See, see, we're Next match. Almost pushing an hour here, so let's talk about Redrick Mahaba and Chris Panzer. Mm. Oh, wow. How are your feelings about the kiss? Well, I was going to say the technical rock the world. Yeah. First of all, the the match. I I, I think that 
the the the, the, the show went long, so the energy mm-hmm. levels of the audience fluctuates, mm-hmm. and Mm-mm. in this case, it sort of affected the flow of uh, uh, Rhetoric's and Chris's match mm. because um, you know I I'm glad they have chemistry though they they re- they work well with each other. Mm-hmm. It's just funny because a year ago. Rhetoric Mahaba lost to the bite from Apocalypse. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. There was via via <laughs> Jack bite, yeah. and this time via a kiss from Chris Panzer. So mouth stuff is his weakness, apparently, and it seems like you know that's not the end for them because who knows where you could take that because Rhetoric is in a monogamous relationship with Ralphie Mabayashi. And there quote, might be quote, quote and quote quote and quote, yeah. <laughs> and there might be repercussions for that, mm. you know. So mm. overall, the match I can't say much about the match simply because um, it was clear that they were slightly affected by what was by the lack of energy from the audience. It was fluctuating with oh. the audience. Like it seemed like down, uh... you have a great match, and then the next match, even if it's a good match, the energy, the energy just snaps. dips. Yeah. And then it will take that match. The next match goes up again. So that seesawing of energy really affected the show uh, on in general. So it was just really a consequence of their, you know, the show being too long. Yeah, it, it's unfortunate because believe me, if those, if uh, the audience was had the same energy level throughout, I believe that match would come out better. All right. Mm-hmm. Any other points about Panzer versus Mahaba? Well, you know. Fine, let, let, let's drop kayfabe. Rhetoric, double duty. Come on. Respect. What? <laughs> Just kidding. No, seriously. Respect. Yeah, respect. 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 Hashtag that, I, I, I cannot, I cannot, you know, uh, obviously, I, I've heard a lot of people, you know, smart Alex talking crap about him, about, you know, this dude can't wrestle, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, I don't care what you think about him. He just wrestled twice in the same night. And both were actually quite good. And they were both good matches. Yes. So, you know, I, I don't know where what else the, the, he has to do to prove himself as far as being a wrestler goes. Yeah. All right. See you again. Next up, you've got JDL versus Zayden Trudeau, a match that a lot of people ended up talking about as far as Reddit. Yes. Oh, wow. It's no, it's, on, it's, on, it's on wrestling Reddit right now. Okay, I have to check Reddit. Because just, because, just because of that, you know, that, that second row. Phoenix Splash, sir. Sir. First of all, sir. First of all, easy match of the night. Yeah, of course, definitely. Easy match of the night. This, this was really, um, you know, uh, I remember JDL uh, in, during the Carlo show was mentioning that, oh, you know, it's not a feature match, it's not a title match, it's not a main event. But nobody cared. Yeah. <laughs> as far as they were concerned, people were saying there are actually secretly three main events. Yes. And that was the yeah. third main event. And I, I can't help but agree because first of all, I, I've been a huge mark for um, for Zayden Trudeau for a long time. He's the only guy I will let, allow to get away without having any character whatsoever. Hmm. Okay. At, at the point, moment, okay. he doesn't yeah. have. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. At the moment, sure. I mean, you know, past past being Canadian. Yeah, past being Canadian. What is his character? Nothing so far. But he doesn't need it, you know. And for me, that's that's that's. 
that's a great mark uh, for for someone who's what he's less than one year into his wrestling career, right? Um, Basically a year. year. He debuted at the Photon Show, which was May last yeah. year. So he okay, celebrated his anniversary at RevoX. Oh, there you go. So he's been just there for a year, and he's already turned a lot of uh, heads with the way he wrestles. Uh, I remember saying that our the, that his match with Billy Suede was the best Philippine wrestling match I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I now have to change that and say JDL versus Zayden Trudeau is the best Philippine wrestling match I've ever seen. Right? That's actually that's a, not a bad take. Not yeah, a bad yeah take it's, a, it's a fair assessment. I really enjoyed that yeah, match. Yeah, same, same. Uh, I thought I honestly thought that it would end with the Phoenix Splash because you could tell that I Academy was ready to explode. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. At, at that moment, so you could also feel in blue balls like when uh, when there was a when, when there was a near near three count then, the uh, that, that, That's true, sayang. but I think that the four fifty ending was still perfect, especially since I was in a prime position where I could see Robin saying, shouting Shout out you. like you know. Like go point do, it, do, yeah, it, go, do, do it, it, do it, do it, do it. So it's like, oh wow! Here's the, the other guy who does four fifty splash, <laughs> and it's like clearly with his blessings, do it. So you know, for me, that was a nice touch seeing that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, how do you, okay. how do you from, feel about Jake DeLeon coming out of this match? Just, just, just needs to be addressed because this is. He, I mean, he has been on a slight losing streak. He has been a slight. No, he won. No, no, okay, no, sorry, sorry. He won. You for. Traffic, he wanted traffic, tama. But that was, tama. It was triple threat, right? Yeah. Apparently, his track record as of now has been up, down, up, down. Yeah, he's been as far as uh, storyline wise, it feels like um, JDL is at uh, is stuck in a rut. But you know, he keeps delivering match of the night material every single time he's in the ring. So it's hard to you know for 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 a fan, it's hard to complain about what I see. Uh, the thing is, though, no matter how many times he, you know, people point out that he did turn heel during Ubusan and yeah. whatnot, it doesn't seem like the audience is treating him like a heel. Yeah. If anything, that Mr. Philippine Wrestling, nobody is, people are agreeing with him and not on, a, on an ironic level. Mm. Well, he is. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to think he is. Like, yeah. I can't imagine Philippine wrestling without JDL. Uh, neither can I. I can't imagine anyone else being Mr. Philippine wrestling either. I agree, absolutely. All right, so yeah, let's move on to the double main event. For starters, you've got the PHX Championship match between Ken Warren and Mike Madrigal, with Ken Warren becoming the first ever two time PHX mm-hmm. champion. Well, Ken Warren obviously is my favorite uh, PWR wrestler, bar none. And. Um, Full stop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the thing is though, I would be the first to admit that his match was affected by the seesaw energy thing mm. we were talking about yes. because there was people were on such a high after the JDL match they did not have the energy to respond properly to the Ken Warren uh, Mike Madrigal match even with that prolonged entrance segments yeah both, yeah and the pre and the no and the video package before it yeah even with that it wasn't enough to you know to stabilize the energy levels it was low and it started off the match on a bad note because of that not what's what happening in the ring but yeah. what was happening with Around the crowd the audience. because the these two guys clearly they didn't care whether there were 5 people or 500 people in the audience they were still wrestling if you take away JDL's match this would have been my match of the night as far as purely 
what happened in between the ropes. Mm. Um, the the thing is though, first of all, nice tights. <laughs> For, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Twitter yeah. tights are great. Yeah, the tights. Twitter tights are great. Uh, people were comparing it to HBK. Yeah, yeah. So I think that, I think that's one of the aesthetics that he's going that for. he goes for. Yeah, um, but then Mike Madrigal didn't show up empty-handed either. He also had nice new tights. My Triple H inspired year. Yeah, it, it was it was funny because you know there there was that guy playing the guitar and people yeah. were saying Kevin Skull. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, okay. How do you people still remember Kevin Skull? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know, right? I didn't even oh ever God. see that guy. So, <laughs> no, because I, I he was you, in APCC, right, or one of those, and I was never there. Oh so, man, no. anyways, okay. So anyways. you have a great match between these two. They clearly have the chemistry. Um, the audience was in on the chance after about the first five minutes. Yeah, first that's five. when they came back to life. Yeah, yeah. It, it took about five minutes, and then. They started chanting along, uh, you know, the princess, princess Koopa. Yeah, yeah, and, and all and all that stuff. Um, uh, it, it's just that for me, it's it's weird seeing uh, Ken Warren play the babyface, but technically, because you were so used to him being. And the he's still heel. trying to do a bit of a heel stuff. Then I, I think it's important that he keeps his edge. I because um, that was my only complaint ever about Chino Ginto when he turned face. Yeah, Mm-mm. he became very glad handy. Uh, he lost his uh, swagger when he turned face. Yeah. All right. So, so this one, he had a great match, and obviously, uh, it was the perfect way for uh, for the transition to the second reign for Ken Warren. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting that when they did their stole each other's finishers, both of them did the other guy's finisher better. Oh, oh wow. I, wow. That's, that's, I, I'm like, I'm like oh, which is very interesting. Come to think about that, that 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 was the best looking GTS I've ever seen live, and oh. you know, with the exception of the Nintendo uh, Wi-Fi, that was the best Wi-Fi I've ever seen. All right, uh, quick question about the Path of Gold champions or the Path of Gold winners, because their trajectory has been headline Revolution X win the championship three mm-hmm. straight times. Would you have been uh, Would you have been cool with Ken Warren having lost, and being the first Path of Gold winner to not, not win his title match? I I think that for his redemption story, especially after being a heel for so long, there was no reason for him to lose that match. It it, it on a on a you know in a character arc kind of way, mm-hmm. it it seemed like the only logical thing. It's like Booker T Triple H that that match. Could not have possibly resulted in Triple H winning, but lo and behold, yeah. you know what happened. Naparang, there. Naparang, it was the build up is so the much. The build so... up is, it's the only logical conclusion mm-hmm. for me. Um, if they pulled the swerve like that, I, I I think that something after the match, something big has to happen mm. for it to be justifiable. But if it was just that, and then they just part ways after, I You're okay I, I would it. have no, I'd have a bad feeling about oh. that. They, something big has to happen after that for, for for it to be justifiable like a double turn or something like that ah alright yeah. nah. any other notes on Warren Madrigal well there um, I think the energy level was uh, problematic of the crowd of the of crowd of the crowd not the wrestlers of the crowd yes um, this was uh, the second best match of the night uh, but oh, sorry I have to just say this about the JDL match yeah because one thing I noticed was People gasped in shock when they heard five minutes have passed. Because yeah, that yeah, match, yeah, yeah. there was so much action in the first, in the entire 15-minute 15 15 minute match yeah. that it seemed like 
you know, we were watching a 30-minute match or one-hour match, yeah. bro, a Broadway even. Could watch it all yeah, night so long. It, it felt like, you know, everything was... They just went straight to fifth gear and never looked back. Uh, I, I guess it's because they knew they had so much time to work with. Mm-mm. This one uh, with Ken Warren and uh, Mike Madrigal, I think they knew that the crowd wasn't going to be on their side initially. So they took their time a bit and let it build up from there. And uh, I, I'm glad that Ken Warren won that one. Uh, but personally, I hope that's not the end of their feud. Because okay. there's so much more these two guys could do with each other. Well, All right. So we're good with uh, yeah. Ken Warren and Mike Madrigal? Main yeah. event time. All right. All right, let's take it home and talk about the main event. Ralphie Mabayashi versus Miguel Rosales in a career versus title match. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> You're crying? I definitely cried. Yeah, I cried. I was crying pretty hard. It's like, wow. I mean... Remember when we? I remember doing the the Ubusan Live review yeah, with yeah, you guys yeah. back right, back right, then right. last year, and I was like, "Wow, you guys have created a bona fide main eventer in uh, Miguel Rosales." And then in hindsight, it turns out that was actually his farewell tour. Mm. It makes that storyline even more brilliant in retrospect because you guys could have botched that, and he could not have been a legit main eventer by Revo X. Okay. It. I mean, in it, an it, alternate it, in universe, an al- yeah. you could have botched that. It, well, it, that it is, nobody would buy it. It is a testament to his own talent as well. Yeah. Um, but that's that's the thing. It was 100% believable that you are looking at possibly the next campeon uh, ng Pilipinas. That na. Especially since most people would assume that if someone's career is on the line, hell no, he's not going to lose. Yeah, I've been fired twice. I'm still here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or so we thought. <laughs> yeah, but... You know, but we were thinking that uh, about uh, about the stipulation, and th- it was nice that the, during the previous show there was this nice in joke that ang tagal tagal mo na sa PWR di ka pa nagbabasa ng kontrata when yeah, John Sebastian, yeah, Sebastian, Sebastian pointed out him. that you know this is a tight a title versus career match, and, and the the thing is the match itself. Well, you are looking at a very crisp, hard hitting match. Uh, you you know. The, the thing is, um, both guys are the best wrestlers in in the roster without having to be flashy. I mean, there's pure a, wrestlers. Yeah, exactly. The, wrestlers. Which is which is how Ralph builds himself, himself in the first place. Yeah. So you're you're looking at uh, guys who, who whose fundamentals are above par. You're looking at two guys who who can go lengthy, you know, a long time in in the ring, mm-hmm. and for me the drama of having having him having uh having uh having Ralph possibly lose his title versus Miguel possibly losing his career that that that, that tension that tension was palpable in the air and the audience was with it every step of the way i think that was great um you know the fact that um up and down up and down it was perfect timing that the energy was up for the main event did you uh, okay? So as a viewer, and taking into consideration yung criticism of of internet haters towards PWR and oh, you know, you guys are not body guys. You guys, uh, you're you're never gonna succeed because you don't look like wrestlers. Did it take away from you the fact that both Ralph Imabayashi and Miguel Losales are vertically challenged? No. Um, first of all, that, that that's a ludicrous thing to think because most of these guys saying stuff like that, I'm probably bigger than them. Yeah, and I'm not wrestling, right? <laughs> so you know, you know what I mean. It's like, yeah, you're one to talk. Um, I, I think that 
the fact that these guys are wrestling is supposed to show Filipinos in general that you don't have to look like Hulk Hogan or John Cena to be a wrestler. And especially in the Philippines where, you know, seven-footers are few and far in between. Six-footers are... Six-footers are already a rarity. Like, I could count maybe two or three guys in PWR. And that's or it. Legitimately or legitimately six feet. So... I, I don't understand that hate, honestly. It's like, you know, this is what a wrestler... No, what a wrestler is is what a wrestler does, not what he looks like. Ooh. Because, um, you know, if that guy put his broke, you know, broke his back, broke his neck, broke his leg just to give you a show, I don't care if he looks like an out-of-shape slob. He's a wrestler. All right. So... Fair, fair. So, they, it doesn't matter that, you, you know, they're they're not... As tall as you expect them to be. First of all, body wise, um, Miguel Rosales has the prototypical wrestler build in the first place. Mm-hmm. He's stocky. He, sure. He's stocky. He, he, you know, I mean, there were. Mass. There, there has mass. always been comparisons to Brock Lesnar and Goldberg for him, and his moveset reflects that. And, and his entrance reflected that. At actually, it was actually a nice send up because you know. It was. Um, I I love that Joey Bax was uh, there to accompany him, and I mm. also love the fact that despite the referee knockout part, there was no there were no run ins. It was just a clean match between these two guys. Who, straight up match. It was a straight guy. up match because I was expecting. Oh no, the referee got knocked out. Who's gonna run in and who's gonna <laughs> who's gonna make sure that? But, but although by that time I figured Miguel was gonna lose after the ref. Got hit, mm, okay. But I didn't. I thought there were going to be shenanigans. Mm. I didn't expect a, a clean finish that, that as opposed to what happened during the Sandata match, really put over that um, Miguel Rosales is a tough sob. Okay. How many finishers did he kick out of mm. for that one? Um, three minimum. Yeah, three minimum. As opposed to when it happened earlier in the night. Um, where I didn't get that message from the Daxavere, from Daxavere. It didn't come across as tough to me. Given all of the moments that we saw, all of the huge matches that we had on the card, did that match deserve to close the show? Given what ha- transpired after the show, yes. I, um, first of all, he was he is a uh, bona fide main eventer. He he managed to elevate himself from a tag team specialist, whatever the, the heck that means, um, to someone you would credibly believe could headline your WrestleMania, your Revolution X, and he he did excellently. The fact that this was also his uh, swan song even j- just made that better. And because it's his swan song, I don't think it would have felt right if it was anything but the last match. Alright. And uh, did you get to thank him personally? Miguel Rosales, I mean? Like, did you get to say goodbye? Did you get to interact with him during the meet and greet after the show? No, I, I, um, we had to head off afterwards because we had a prior commitment. So uh, I was one of the first out the door after the show, unfortunately. But I did make sure that, you know, when he made this post uh, on his Facebook fan page, I made sure to thank him. Uh, over there so and you know to get to drive home that message thank you Mix. hey shout thank out to Miguel buddy. Rosales by the way the best of luck in all of your future endeavors I'm pretty sure that this won't be the last time we'll see him in a wrestling ring mm-hmm. no. but the no last way. time in a PWR ring for the foreseeable future yeah so let's let's not close our doors there right yeah okay so now that we're done talking about the main event let's zoom out again and uh, last takeaways for <coughs> 
about the show from a big picture standpoint, and then let's probably give the show a grade. Okay. Uh, well, classy touch by Ralphie Babayashi to practically break character to send the fans home happy. Although it seemed in like quotations. it was it was still in character. Oh, it seemed like it was still something uh, Ralphie Mabayashi, best pure wrestler in the Philippines, would, would do and oh. would say, regardless. Um, and you know that he was hold, choked up already by the time he he departed from the ring. Um, you have, uh, you know, Revolution X really uh, was one of your best shows. Uh, I I haven't seen last year's Revo X. I haven't seen Path of Gold. So I'm still of the opinion that um, the Obusan ng Lahi show, uh, that was Vendetta, right? That was the best show I've ever seen. But this would come as the second or third of all time. So you have a really, you know, you had a great show. You have, um, again, you had things that you realize as a fan watching live, you can't do without. The, the high number of dives... People might complain about that, but if you're in there, you want those dives. You want to see that's all true, of that. True. Because otherwise, you know, it, it feels it, it different. It doesn't feel right. It yeah. doesn't feel right. So, um, you have an ever-improving roster. Like, I've noted every single instance where I saw someone improve, whether mm-hmm. how they look, how they wrestle, um, or even how they talk. You Character know? work. You, yeah. you've, you've seen the strides everyone has made. You've seen the, um, you know, the how people hide the weaknesses that they have by because they know by now what what they need to work on and what they shouldn't showcase if mm-hmm. you know to shield uh, to protect themselves mm-hmm. uh, so overall you have a burgeoning uh, a growing company that is headed in the right direction i believe all right so let's grade the show and uh, let's let our listeners know what the grading system is but it's clear what your rubric is about okay for, like what your high point and low point is. Okay, for me, my uh, a show that for me that deserves an A plus. Obviously, uh, I'm not a Meltzer who's gonna say, "Oh, your work rate, blah blah blah." No, work it's rate. how entertained was I from top to bottom? And the one, the two shows I've given an A plus on a personal mm-hmm. level would be um, Renaissance last year and, and Vendetta, Vendetta last, last year. year yeah. So this one is an A minus. Okay. An A- only because this is one of the few times I'm going to blame the crowd. Okay. Seriously. And, and, and it, does play, okay. it does play a part in the overall experience yeah. of oh, the show. Uh, this is also one, kind of part of the show. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, first of all, props to the crowd for behaving a lot nicer than, 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 previous, than previous shows. Yeah. yeah, that's true. There, Thank you, crowd. There hasn't been you know, the, some chance that would get out of hand. You didn't have sexist chance happening during uh, Robin's this match. match yeah. So you didn't have that this time. So thank God for that. Um, but I guess that also meant that they were a lot less playful. It, it, but they're showing, they're showing some goddamn respect. Which I think is uh, very important for the longevity of uh, Philippine wrestling. Because, you know, these guys who you pay tickets to see, just because you pay tickets doesn't mean that you're f- you have free reign to just do whatever the hell you want. Um, these are still people. They're not machines, except for one guy. <laughs> no, but seriously, these are people who have feelings, who are affected but by what they see and how they feel they're being received. So, you know, if, if they deserve the props, 
give them the props. So I, I think that overall we we are having a mature, slowly maturing audience, uh, which is good news for everyone involved. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, well, I, I can't wait to see what else uh, is in wait after Revolution X because of that. All right. So our final three awards. Let's give them out. Spot of the night, match of the night, and star of the night. Okay. Um, spot of the night has to be um, the second. Rope, uh, Phoenix Splash. Yep. Oh, yeah. it's like no disputing that. There, there, there's no question. You yep. know? Um, Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Match of the night is of course um, JDL and Zayden Trudeau, and they also for me I cannot possibly say only one person belongs as star of the night. Those two guys would make star of the night. But if we had to eliminate that, because you know that means they're a clean sweep. Oh, well, there's fatigue. Well, there's fatigue. Yeah, well, yeah. Like that. it's the JDL level. <laughs> yeah, if we had to eliminate that match of the night, would be my second best match of the night would be um, uh, Ken Warren and Mike Madrigal. The spot of the night runner would up. have the ru- the runner up to spot of the night would probably be the Infinity Gauntlet bit. Yes, yes. For for yeah, for, the, for the entertainment. For, for the entertainment value, yeah. not not because you know. Because the the thing is, um, I, I I like that that really stood out to me, uh-huh. and all the right for all the for right, all the right reasons, reasons for all the yeah. right reasons. And star of the night would be Miguel Rosales simply because that was one hell of a journey for this man. All right, now uh, where else can our listeners contact you or find you? Uh, where can they you perform? You? Uh, yeah, you said you're not performing anytime soon. So where can listeners find you? Well, I'm always online um, at Kelfabi. So. Um, Kelfabi on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Facebook. I don't perform public shows lately because, you know, out of respect for my Despedida show yeah, from sure. last year. No that, problem. But I do re- accept bookings uh, as a host or a professional magician. Um, yeah, it, that includes children's parties, but my specialty really is corporate. I, uh-huh. I do um, comedy mind reading for corporate shows. So anyone who wants that... Um, you can actually look me up online, uh, especially on YouTube. You can see what stuff I do. Yep. And if you like that, feel free to book me. All right. Kel, thank man. you so much for coming over and joining us for the Revolution X Review. I know it's getting pretty late as we end this recording, but I just want you to know that we really appreciate you taking time out to join us here for this recording. No, the pleasure is mine. So thank you very much for having me here. It's always a pleasure and an honor to be here uh, reviewing the show with you guys. Because, um, you know, I, I'm just a big fan. I'm a big fan of Philippine wrestling. Like I told you guys off the air, I'm not even watching WWE anymore. And I just live to see Philippine wrestling shows, shows yeah. at this point. So Still a fan. Still, still a, a fan, fan. And, you know, I can't wait to see what the rest of the year has in store for Philippine wrestling. You know what? I don't know what I want for you more. For you to be at the next PWR show or for you to finally get everything straight so you can migrate and get the hell out of this country. So <laughs> I, just, I'll, I just wish you all the best in your Thank future you. endeavors. You. Thanks, Kel. That's going to do it for our Revolution X review with Kel Fabi. Catch us again tomorrow. It's going to be Ro and Camus with MWF Commissioner Mike Shannon. Lots to talk about there. Lots of history to go back on. We haven't talked to him in a long time on the record. I don't think we we have ever talked to him on the record. No, in any any form. On the record here, no. We have not. No, Mm. we haven't. So... That should be a lot of fun. Uh, catch that as part of our double episode week on the SGP podcast. Like we said, just so much going on in the local scene. And 
obviously, um, Mike Shannon will be on the podcast to promote Maki Wrestling Wag Matakot on Sunday, May 27 at the UP Bahay ng Alumni. Right? So, on behalf of Raf Gamos and Ro Moran and our guest, Kel Fabi, my name is Stancy, and we are out of here. Peace. Goodbye. Hey, this is for all my kids feeling. Wheeling, dealing. Limousine riding. Jet flying. Dripping. Son of a guns. Woo!